Well, hello everyone. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday to you. How's everybody? This is Kay with Conversations with Kay. Today is Tuesday, November the 3rd. Today is Tuesday, November the 3rd. How's everybody? Hope you're having a fabulous day. It's beautiful here in the city of Houston, Texas. And today is November the 3rd, 2020. So I will wait just a, a minute or two before I get started, but I always kind of like to start on time. I know this is people's lunch hour, so um, I don't want to take up your lunch hour, um, but I want to um, just always have a conversation with you. Conversations with Kay is um, um, a conversation that I like to have. It is from my um, organization, Original You. I birthed it out of the organization, Original You. And the original use stands on the scripture of Isaiah 59 and 19 that says when the enemy comes in like the flood, the Lord will raise a standard. And so I believe that I am the standard and you are the standard in Jesus name. All righty. How's everybody on today? So we'll get started in just one minute. How's everyone? Hope you're having a great day. Hi, Glenda. Hi, Karen. Good afternoon, you guys. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. So if you notice my topic, I'm talking about anxiousness. I know today's a big day here in the United States of America. Today is election day, and this is one of this is a historical election that we're going through. There's um two different sides of the election, so I won't get on either side because I believe that I'm a I'm a believer. So I'm not on either side. I'm a believer. I'm on God's side. But God told me, um, I'm just praying for because even I find myself a little anxious, and I'm not even following the election as closely as some people. But there's a spirit in the air of anxiousness. Um, people um, anxious to know the outcome or anxious to get what you want, and so God has been dealing with me about that because I started feeling anxious this morning when I woke up. I woke up like, ooh, I'd be glad when this is over with. I'd be, I'd be glad when 2020 is over with. I'm glad when this election is over with. And why am I my rushing time. Why am I anxious? So I just want to talk a little bit about anxiousness and then talk about what God has shared with me about why we should not be anxious for anything. And I have one scripture that I know of on my paper. That's the only scripture that the Holy Spirit gave me. And I, get, I bet you guys can guess what that scripture is. It's the scripture that God talks about anxiousness. And that scripture is Philippians 4, 6-7. Four, six through seven. Um, God has given us specific instructions when it comes to anxiousness. So we have no excuse to say that we don't know what God's will is for us uh, concerning anxiousness. All right. So first, I want to look and see. Let's. I always like to, you know, I'm a teacher by heart, <laughs> so I always like to go back and say, okay, what is anxious? What's anxiousness or what is anxious? So I like to look at the definition because if we can look at the definition of things, then we can um, dissect where we are. We can find out, am I anxious? Because you, can, you might probably say, well, I'm not anxious, you know, I'm good. But let's look at the definition. The definition of anxious is experiencing worry, unease or nervousness typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome and then that's one description or one um 
one definition. Another definition is wanting something very much typically with a feeling of unease. So I like the first one better, which says experiencing worry, unease, or nervousness, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So certainly we've all been in situations where we've been a little anxious, but what we have to do, if we're a believer, we have to remind ourselves what God has told us about being anxious. So he's told us in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, and I'll start with, um, I'll start with 5. Verse 5 says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. And verse seven, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And if I read the amplified version of the of verse six, it says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything by prayer, petition, which means definite request with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God and God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of soul assured and the salvation through Christ and so fearing nothing from God and being content with it's earthly, lot of whatever sort that is, that peace, okay? So the Bible is telling us that we should not be anxious for anything, but take everything to God in prayer, in petition. Petition is petitioning certain and specific things from God. And so when I started thinking about um, being anxious, I said, okay, let's look at why God doesn't want us to be anxious. And maybe this will help you not be anxious. One of the reasons that God does not want us to be anxious is because of how it affects our body. Being anxious or being nervous or being uh, uneasy, it sets up a certain position in your body. So in your body, your body, we have such a smart body. You know, there's smartphones. Well, we have smart bodies. God has fearfully and wonderfully made us. And so I love studying how God has, has designed us because really the way he's designed us is made, he's designed us to heal our own bodies. He's designed us to, to uh, start and stop processes. So we're perfectly designed. So when that, when the nervousness comes in or stress comes in, there's a certain hormone, there are certain hormones that are triggered in your body that allow your body to respond a certain way. So when your body is, um, when you hold those hormones in your bodies for long periods of time, they tend to cause undue stress on your body that's not supposed to be there. So there's some hormones like cortisol that's released in your body when you're nervous or when you're stressed or when you're anxious. Cortisol is released. And that is one hormone, and I know for sure, in women's bodies that causes the belly. So women, y'all listen up. One of the things, one of the hormones in a, that um, that a woman produces is cortisol. And when you are under undue stress, especially for long periods of time, is the cortisol released in your body, sits in your body, and it, it, it 
causes your it causes belly fat and so when you wonder why you're working out working out working out and you can't get rid of that belly fat that's why on my um assessment when i do an assessment with the people that i um personal train one of the questions is how are things going with you are you uh, upset about anything is there anything going because that will let me know if you have something going on we're going to have an issue with losing belly fat all right so we have to know that undue stress on the body produces produces cortisol cortisol in the woman's body which it can lead to belly fat another one is um a thyroid hormone a thyroid hormone is released when you're nervous and anxious and you guys a lot of people um understand what a a, a thyroid problem presents it presents can't lose weight or it may present um, uh, losing too much weight. So those are things or issues that God does not want us to deal with. So if you are constantly in a state of anxiousness, like right now, if you are anxious all day today, you can best believe that there's hormones in your body right now that need to be released. How do we release those hormones? Well, we release them the way God designed us to release them. Get up and start moving. Get up and start moving. One way you start moving, you can clean the house, you can go for a walk, you can get on your elliptical, you can do something where your body is actually um, moving to move those hormones around in your body and the excrete the excess ones. Okay. So the way um, I like to think of it like this, when um, God put those hormones in our body to get us revved up. So for example, if a dog was after us, if a pit bull or whatever dog is the scariest to you, a chihuahua, <laughs> whatever dog is the scariest to you, you get enough energy because those hormones produce energy. You get enough energy to run away and be safe from that, from that, um, from that dog. But what if you find out, oh, that wasn't a dog. That was just a shadow of a dog. Well, your body has already produced all those hormones and they're just sitting there. You never ran. You never took off running. So you didn't release the hormones. So the hormones actually sit there and they cause dis they cause your body to be at a dis-ease. And what does that spell? D-I-S-E-A-S-E -S -E is disease. So if you do that for long periods of time, your body will have a disease long as, um, uh, sooner or later. And so we all know what, you know, what type of disease is cancer, hypertension, um, high, high, uh, uh, um, lupus, all of those things. Okay. So God does not want us to be, this is why he's telling us with everything, take it to him with prayer and petition. Okay, when we're praying about it and we're petitioning God about it, we are then giving God control. We're giving him control. When I when when it says here to pray and petition, that means when you pray, you are getting God involved in the situation. You are asking God to come down and get involved in whatever situation you're anxious about. So if I'm anxious about my children, if I'm anxious about my marriage, if I'm anxious about this election, if I'm anxious about my job, when I get on my knees or when I sit in my prayer chair, and get my Bible and I pray, God, I'm inviting you in on this situation because I'm anxious about it. Just be honest. God knows what's going on with you. 
He knows what's going on with you. I'm anxious about this and I need your help. So God, what is your will for this? And I like to pray the, the will of God for everything because guys, let's be, let's be real with this thing. We don't know sometimes what's best for us because we can't see the, the overview of everything. If you could see the overview of everything of your whole life, you would be God and you're not. So God knows the whole picture. So you get the will of God for your life. And a lot of times you can just go to the word of God and get the will of God because it's right there in black and white. But sometimes if you can't, you go to God and you let him tell you. But you know what the Holy Spirit spoke to me while I was studying just a minute ago? He said a major problem right now is people don't pray because they don't want God's help. And I'm like, who doesn't want God's help? And I'm, <laughs> I couldn't, you know, even you kind of pretend you want the, want the help by praying. But when you go and pray, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do, you don't do it. So you didn't want the help. So the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, one of the issues is, is that people don't want God to control their lives. This is a problem that's been going on since Genesis 3. Remember Eve and Adam? They took the control because they did what God told them not to do, which meant they decided that they knew what was better for them than God. So it's the same with us when we pray and ask God to show us a way to go. And then we go and pick a way to go and not wait for God to tell us what to do. It's the same thing. But I encourage you today, one of the ways to get rid of anxiousness and nervousness is through prayer and petitioning God. But when you pray and petition God, you have to do what God has telling you to do. If God is telling you to forgive, you forgive. If God is telling you to um, forget, you forget. If God is telling you to do whatever he's telling you to do, that's what you do. And the Bible says the peace of God will be, will be made known to you. The peace of God, there's nothing like the peace of God. All right. So I've shown you or I've talked to you uh, about how anxiousness can destroy your body. God does not want us our bodies to be destroyed. We need our bodies. God needs to be able to work through us here in the earth. And our bodies are a temple that the Holy Spirit can live in so that we can go about and do what he has called and designed us to do. So stress, anxiety, and worry will break the body down and cut our days short and then cut out the assignment of God that he has for you here on the earth. The devil thought he cut my assignment out when, when I was diagnosed with cancer. But I threw a one-two punch. I got in the will of God and I said, hey, God, it's your will or no will for me at this point. I have to do your will because I need your protection, right? So the second thing that um, anxiousness does, it destroys the body, but also it causes you to stand still. You're like this. If a dog was to get after you, I know when I was younger, there was, all, there was a dog on our street <laughs> at the end of the street and we'd always ride our bike and the, the owner would leave the gate open. And um, his dogs were trained not to come out of a gate. I don't. I haven't seen this in years, but a, a dog trained so well. But all of his dogs were trained not to come outside the gate. I don't care if the gate was open. I don't care if a cat walked by or what walked by. Those dogs were trained not to come out the gate. So we knew that we could ride our bikes down the street freely. Well, one day, I guess this dog, maybe he was new. 
<laughs> maybe he decided, hey, I'm busting out of here. I'm not. I, I'm gonna be free. I'm out of. You know, I'm not gonna have him controlling me. But one day, this dog decided that he wanted to come out and chase us. Well, we had been so used to riding our bikes or either walking down the street that we was not prepared to be, you know, even to look over there and acknowledge that the dog might run. So we're just riding our bikes and here comes the dog. Well, everybody that was with me took off, but I stood still. So nervousness, fear, anxiousness sometimes will call you to stand still. That is another issue that God has with us. So when you're anxious and you're nervous and you are uncertain of an imminent event, you stand still. But God needs you to keep it moving. God needs you to keep praying. He needs you to keep petitioning. He needs you to decide what you're going to do after the moment. You cannot stand still. That is a major problem. If God has given you assignment or called you to do something, you're not standing still to see the outcome of this election. You're not standing still to see the outcome of what your partner is going to do in your marriage. If God has told you to forgive, if God has told you to love your husband and cook dinner every night, you're not going to wait and see if he's going to treat you better before you start doing that. You're not going to stand still. You are going to do the will of God or you're going to do what God has told you to do. Why? Because if he told you to do it, he's got a plan for it. So we're not going to stand still and wait for it to see who's president. Because guess what? What is it going to change the plan of God for your life? If something could change the plan of God for your life, wouldn't that Trump who got, well, I ain't going to say Trump, wouldn't that just distort who God is in your life? If something could change the plan of God for your life, if this election or if who's president could change the plan of God for your life, what do we need God for? He's in control. God is in control. The Bible says in Philippians 4 and, um, 4 and 5, God is with you. So it doesn't matter who is in the White House. God is in our house. He's on the inside of us and he has equipped us. He's designed us. He's empowered us. I already told y'all that this is our season. If you are a believer, this is your season to shine. I've already taught about that. I taught y'all in Isaiah 61. God gave me that word back in May, April or May, that this is the time for the body of Christ. This is the time for the believer to shine. You were created to be a light. You were created to be the answer. You were created to have the knowledge in when there's no knowledge. You were created to give a word when there was no words to be said. You were created to be, uh, you were created to give hope when there's no hope. You were created to give the answer. So you can't stand still. If God has told you to do something, you need to get out and do it. It's time. It's time. You ain't got to wait and see who's going to be sitting in the White House behind the big desk. Our father is sitting at the big desk. OK, so what you have to do is what the word says. You got to go to God in prayer. You have to go to him and petition him. You have to go to him in thankfulness, thanking him for what he's already done in your life, thanking him for what he said he was going to do, thanking, for, thanking him for what he's going to do. Everything that God has promised you has not changed. Oh, that's good. Oh, that this is blessing me, y'all. I'm telling you, I had not planned to say any of this, but this is the Holy Spirit talking to me. If he's not talking to you, he's talking to me. 
Whatever God has has planned for you, whatever he promised you, if he promised you that house, if he promised you to be married, if he promised you that you was going to have a child, if he promised you that you was going to have a, this certain career, if he promised you that you was going to move to this island and you're going to have whatever, if he promised you that you were going to be a CEO, it has not changed and it's not going to change by who wins the election. It's not. Now, Things around us may change. Yes, things around us may change and they will. Things around us may change. They already have. We have to wear masks if we want to go out to the store. Things have changed, but God has not changed and his plan has not changed. So what we have to do, we have to be adaptable. We have to be have a listening ear. We have to have a discerning ear because the way, the, the way okay, the way you thought you was going to get that thing done, it may not be the way that you're going to get it done. God has another way. He may want you to take the, he may want you to take 16 East instead of 16 West this time. Whereas you thought you was going 16 East, he might say, okay, that's, there's a divert, there's a wreck over there. You need to go 16 West. But guess what? If you're not listening, you're not going to hear. If you're not listening with a listening heart, yes, you can listen, but you are not hearing. You can listen to God. You can listen to the word. You can read the word. But there's a total difference if you are listening to obey. Are you just listening? Or are you listening to obey? I'm listening to obey. I'm not just listening. A lot of people. People are going on fast. They're doing all this extra stuff and God is telling them what to do, but they just listening. They're not listening to obey. When you listen to obey, then it's, there's a big difference because God can work with you then. But God knows if you're just listening to be listening. Okay. So whatever God has promised you has not changed. You should not be standing still. You should be working. You should be doing what God called you to do. You should be doing, uh, you should be making plans. Your plans have not changed. The status, your status has not changed. Nothing has changed. So do not be anxious for anything, but in everything through prayer, supplication, make your request, your, your, your request made to God, made to God and the peace of God. It says here, God will give you peace about it. All right. So the plans of God has not changed. The will of God has not changed. So we cannot afford to be anxious, which is going to cause us to stand still. Amen. So what can you, you can't do anything to change anything. Uh, as for example, for the election, if you voted, you did your part, keep it moving. You've done your part. There's nothing you can do to change to change anything else. You did what God told you to do. So because you've done what God told you to do, then God is uh, obligated to tell you the next thing to do according to what happens with that. All right. So we have to learn to go back to the father, guys. We have to learn to give God back the control. We have to learn to give God back the control. We have tried to take the reins to this thing where we need to take a back seat. My sister, Sonia Graham, she, in her book, she says, we need to take the back seat. We've been in the front seat trying to drive when we really need to take the back seat and allow God to show for us through this thing called life. We need to be taking the back seat because 
uh, we don't know what's up ahead. We can hear, we can listen to our prophets. We can pray. We can, uh, we can get, we can get the news. We can, under, we can get all of that information. But at the, the end of the day, we have to take the backseat and allow, and allow God to steer us through this, this maze, the rest of this 2020 maze. <laughs> okay. So I want to encourage you today, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, make your requests made known to God and the peace of God will, will um, surround you. Anxiousness, fear, nervousness paralyzes you. It causes you to stand still when you should be moving. You should be working on your business plan when you should be doing what God has caused you to do. It also causes undue stress on your body. Undue stress on your body. We're already dealing with a, 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 an, a, a, a sickness right now with COVID-19. So with you having the extra stress in your body, that's an open door for the end. Yeah, that's another thing. Stress nervousness worry is sin is a sin that tripped me when i found out that worrying was a sin i'm like god what what <laughs> what worrying is a sin why is worrying a sin is because you are trying to take the control from god like adam and eve did so when you worry because it's a sin it opens the door for the enemy the enemy has to have an open door into your life the devil can just not cannot just come attack you there has to be an open door. When I learned that, I was good to go. I'm like, it's it's on right now. Because all I got to do is make sure I don't have no open doors. That's good. So worry is an open door for the enemy to attack your body with sickness and disease. He has a legal right at that point to attack your body with sickness and disease. Because you're worrying. You're fearing. Read Job. Job feared. And exactly what Job feared came to pass. So fear is just like faith. It brings it to you. So just like you have ministering angels, that you have demonic angels, angels that are ready to minister that fear tactic to you. Okay. So we have to get over this worry thing, y'all. We have to get rid, rid of this anxiousness. I'm rid of my anxiousness right now in the name of Jesus. I will not fear in the name of Jesus. I will not fear the rest of 2020. I will not fear of what's to come on today. I will not fear of what's to come on tomorrow because I know that God is in control of my life. God may not be in control of the world because we know the world was given to Satan back in Genesis. But God is in control of the kingdom of God, of what of what I'm in. I am in the kingdom of God. I'm a kingdom of God citizen. And God is in control of the kingdom of God. So we'll never run out of money. We'll never run out of resources. We'll never run out of food. We'll never run out of a place to stay. We will never run out because we are in the kingdom of God. And he's in control of the kingdom of God. So I just want you guys to be encouraged on today. That encouraged me. I hope it encouraged you. And I want you to be blessed. I want my friends to be blessed. I really, really do. I really do. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. This has been Conversations with Kay. I've just had a conversation with you about being anxious. And I hope you choose not to be anxious because it messes with your body. Ladies, y'all don't want no extra belly fat, do y'all? Okay. Leave stress alone. Leave, leave anxiousness alone. Okay. And y'all want to be a boss, right? You want to go and do what God has called you to do? You don't want to stand still? Leave anxiousness alone. 
Okay. So I will see you on next Tuesday with Conversations with Kate. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.